0: Hello, thank you for joining us. I'm Jake. This is Dalton. And welcome to the first episode of BSPN. Today's topics include our selections for the NCAA tournament, first round, and NFL free agency. Let's get started. So, tonight was a selection show, and the first matchup is Kentucky playing against Manhattan or Hampton. Who you got winning this one?
1: It doesn't matter, Manhattan or Hampton. Both of them are going to go down near Kentucky, and Kentucky will take them to the woodshed. Not close. Boom,
0: Kentucky. Easy. I also got Kentucky. let us I, I don't know if they're going to be able to complete the perfect season, but I think they're going to easily win this one. Next matchup, Cincinnati Purdue. Who you got?
1: I got Purdue. They got two seven-footers. I just don't know if Cincinnati's going to be able to contend inside. Uh, Purdue took Wisconsin to a good first half in the semifinals of the Big Ten Tournament, and I just think if they play like that, they will get to lose to Kentucky.
0: I also have Purdue. The third matchup of the night playing on Friday is West Virginia or Buffalo. I got West Virginia winning this one.
1: This is actually my
0: twelve-five upset. I
1: got Buffalo. I think that they can contend and beat West Virginia. Next up, we got Maryland and Valparaiso. Uh, I got Maryland. Not close. I think that Maryland's a better team all around. Big Ten schedule, they handled pretty well. Beat Wisconsin,
0: easy. Yeah, see who Maryland's beat this year. I'm also going to have to pick Maryland. Next up, Butler, Texas. I have Texas winning this one as the 11th seed. What they do you have?
1: I also have Texas. Uh, no good reason. I just think that they will win. They're, they're the better team. I watched them a couple of times. And. I don't know. just seems like Butler's playing in a conference that's going to get them overseeded every year.
0: Okay, now we have ACC tournament victors in Notre Dame playing Northeastern. I think Notre Dame has shown who they can beat, and they shall easily handle this team. Yeah, that won't be close. That'll be Notre
1: Dame, and it will be over at half. Uh, next up, we got Wichita State and Indiana. Uh, I've got Wichita State. I know that you probably won't
0: agree. Yeah, you're right. I got Indiana winning this one. I think that they're on a late-season surge. I think that they can get the job done.
1: Yeah, I mean, Big Ten play is hard, and I know Wichita State's playing in the much lower confines of NCAA basketball, but I don't know. I think Wichita State's a better team. lost lost much fewer games, so... And they've got, you know, they did really well last year. We'll see, maybe they can keep that going into this year.
0: And the final matchup in the Midwest region is number two, Kansas, taking on number 15, New Mexico State. I got uh, Kansas winning this one. What do you have?
1: Kansas. They really flubbed in a couple of games this year, a couple of big games. They let down, especially when they played Kentucky. Uh, Lost that one huge, but Yeah, Kansas is better than New Mexico State.
0: All right, next up, Wisconsin or Coastal Carolina. I know you're a big Wisconsin guy, so I think I kind of know who you're picking here. Yeah,
1: Wisconsin, another one. I mean, you know, you never know. Wisconsin's a second-half team lately. Uh, They don't play super fast. So Coastal Carolina might be able to keep it close-ish, but it's Wisconsin all day, every day.
0: Yeah, I think until that final ten minutes, it's going to be pretty close. But after that, Wisconsin's going to start... Put an envy beyond their big man, Kaminsky. So I got Wisconsin winning this one.
1: God, he was huge today. Huge in that win over Michigan State. Got him that Big Ten championship. Uh, next up, we got Oregon versus Oklahoma State. Uh, this is a game that I personally think that Oregon will win. I think that they're going to rematch Wisconsin, same as last year's tournament. Uh, I just think that they can, they can beat Oklahoma State. I mean, they can. Will they? I think so, but that, that's going to be a tough one.
0: Yeah, this one I got as a big toss-up, and I'm picking Oklahoma State out of the big 12.
1: Yeah, fair enough. I All can right. argue with that.
0: Next, we have number five, Arkansas, playing number 12, Wofford. I have Arkansas easily winning this one.
1: Yeah, Arkansas. They uh, contended with Kentucky earlier in the season. Didn't contend in the tournament, but... In their conference tournament, I mean, but they'll beat Wofford. They can beat Wofford. Next up is uh, number four, North Carolina, versus number 13, Harvard. I'll take North Carolina. They have played really well. They've won big games, most of them at home, although they lost to Iowa at home, uh, which was was probably the biggest mark on their season, but better than Harvard, and uh, that point guard...
0: That's pretty good, Marcus Page. Yeah, I think that the only thing Harvard's going to win in this matchup is uh, ACT scores. (laughs) Okay. Next up, number six, Xavier taking on the playing team of Mississippi and BYU.
1: I actually, I'll take Xavier if they're playing Mississippi, and I'll take BYU if they're playing BYU. BYU beat Gonzaga in Gonzaga late in the season. Uh, They can step up. They can beat Xavier. I really do think that. I'm... so yeah, it depends on who wins the play-in. It should be BYU because I think it's a better team, and I think BYU can pull that off.
0: I'm gonna agree with you there on BYU. All right, the three-seed Baylor taking on 14th seed Georgia State and Kevin Ware. I know that this is your big upset of the day.
1: Yeah, I think it's gonna be Georgia State. Um, Kevin Ware took over. It's you know, it's not a great conference, but he took over that that conference tournament. Was a player of the tournament, averaging I like think 18 points a game. Uh, he's back from that leg injury, that brutal one. Nation was a buzz after that Louisville tournament game uh, two years ago, but it's over.
0: Yeah, I'm going to disagree with you and pick number three, Baylor. I think there's too much for uh, Georgia State to take on.
1: Yeah, I, okay. I mean, it might be just Kevin Ware, hmm. but I think they can do it. I really do. Uh, next up, we have number seven, VCU, and number 10, Ohio State. Uh I've got VCU. They are always Cinderella's when it comes to the tournament, and Ohio State is just an average Big Ten team. I, I'm not impressed, I guess.
0: Oh uh, Yeah, Ohio State's been kind of disappointing this year. They started off strong, high ranking, and then uh, they kind of lost to Iowa the first few weeks of the season after that. just been a downward spiral. They've kind of regained it towards the end of the season, but I still think they have enough to upset – VCU and move on to play the yep. winner of the Arizona Texas Southern game. Yeah,
1: that's Arizona. That's Arizona every day and twice on Friday? No, yep, Thursday.
0: Yeah, it's on Thursday. Yeah, it'll be Arizona. Yeah, I'm taking Arizona too. No, that's not that's be that's tough. been a real strong program these past few years. They've really done nice up there. And on to the east bracket where we have Villanova taking on number sixteen, Lafayette.
1: Villanova, uh that's not hard. I mean, you're never gonna find somebody taking a once or not taking a one seed. <laughs> uh but that just as easy as any other one, it's Villanova.
0: Yeah, I think Villanova's the one of the weaker number one seeds, if not the weakest. But yeah, I think in the, the round of sixty four you you still can't take out the one seed just yet. So it's my pick.
1: It takes us to North Carolina State and LSU. Uh, North Carolina State is a team that beat up on, I believe, North Carolina at home. Uh, But actually, I'm going to take LSU. I think that they have two great front court players. They're going to be able to contend with them. I think they'll win. I really do. I think they'll win.
0: I'm going to disagree with you and take NC State on this one. I think there's too good of a team to pass up.
1: All right, uh, that brings us to number five, North, Northern Iowa. <laughs> Real surprise this year, number 12, Wyoming. Uh, I've got Northern Iowa. I mean, I don't know if they're going to make the run that the people up in Cedar Falls want to make happen, but they, they'll they get Wyoming, and that might be it, but they'll get Wyoming.
0: I was really disappointed seeing that Northern Iowa was a five seed. I think they're much deserving of a four seed, if not three seed, but I guess I'll take what I can get. And yeah, they're they're gonna handle Wyoming and move on to the sweet sixteen. Yeah. Um in two rounds after that. <laughs> okay. Um don't know about that. But
1: uh they'll play the winner of UC Irvine and Louisville UC Irvine with a got the tallest basketball player in uh college hoops, seven foot six center. Uh he I mean he can bang but it'll be Louisville, an over Louisville team. I can't believe they'd get a seat above Northern Iowa the way that they disappointed multiple times this year. It's not the same team that it was two years ago. Rick Pitino knows that. And I'm surprised that the selection committee didn't know that. But they'll beat UC Irvine, and it'll be interesting how close it is.
0: Yeah, I have Louisville winning this one. I know you've talked about how disappointing they've been Really upset that Northern Iowa kind of got gypped over as the five seed in this one, but I think Northern Iowa will get the revenge the next round.
1: Yeah, I think if you look around, you can make arguments that Northern Iowa would be a higher seed. I mean, Oklahoma's a three seed. Oklahoma, I think they'd beat Northern Iowa, but I don't know if they deserve to get the seeding based on the record. Uh, in the same bracket, I mean, in the same side of the bracket, but we'll see. Uh, Next up, we got Providence and either Boise or Dayton. I've got Providence. I just, it'll be, either game would be a sloppy, low-scoring affair, but I've got Providence, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm taking Providence as well. Moving on to number three, Oklahoma, 14, Albany. Albany with a heart-wrenching win. Last week in the tournament. kind you hear that story?
1: Yeah, I did. But that's where it's going to end. I've got Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, Big 12 contender, powerhouse. Not typically so good at basketball, but this year really put on.
0: Yeah, I'll take Oklahoma. Sorry, Albany. It ends here. All right, moving on to the number seven, Michigan State. Big 10 runners up. Taking on number 10, Georgia. Uh,
1: yeah, I've got Michigan State, the way they played against Wisconsin, I mean, they really took them to the wire. And that game could have gone either way. Michigan State got cold in overtime, ice cold, and Wisconsin heated up. Uh, they say the better teams always win in overtime. You know, it happened, or maybe it didn't. I, mean, I would think it did, but yeah, they can beat Georgia. And. The, they'll play like maybe the best seven seed in the tournament they'll make a run
0: I think George, er, Michigan State's kind of going to walk in with their heads down after that overtime loss in the Big Ten Championship I think Georgia's going to capitalize on that
1: that could happen I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised by that but I just if they come in there and Izzo has them fired up and focused have a short term memory they'll they'll be okay
0: And the final matchup in the East Bracket, number two Virginia takes on 15 Belmont. Who you got?
1: Virginia, they could have been a one seed. A lot of people thought that they would be. I didn't think they would be. Duke beat Virginia at Virginia, so that's not hard. And you have to win your conference, in my opinion. Uh, So Wisconsin took care of business had fewer losses or the same amount of losses, I'm not sure, but yeah. Better late. But yeah, Virginia beats Belmont. That's not hard.
0: Yeah, I think Virginia's gonna easily get to the elite a a few rounds down the road. So yeah, they're gonna they're gonna easily take on Belmont.
1: Yeah, I don't see anybody mm. around them that I think can contend with them short of maybe Michigan State if they come in on the right day. Oklahoma is the three seed. They won't get in their way, I don't think. That won't be hard. All
0: right, going on to the final region, we have the South. First one, Duke takes on uh, this... some playing teams. <laughs> yeah, a couple of play-in teams. It's Duke. It's I haven't even heard of these play-in, or play-in teams. I can't read the abbreviation. It's
1: bubble teams. I mean, it's Duke. They're not playing Mercer. You're not to worry about Mercer. Um, I mean, but yeah, Duke comes in. They disappoint a lot in these early. They disappoint the tournament a lot. But you gotta think that enough's enough. Shostakovsky's gonna have them focused. They'll win. They'll win probably against anybody short of five teams for sure on the first day. It's it's easy.
0: Okay. So and now let's find out who they're gonna take on the next round. We got number eight San Diego State playing number nine Saint John's. I have San Diego State.
1: I think that I'm the win. Uh, the better seed, better conference. I'll pay it barely. Yeah, San Diego State.
0: Saint John's is a nice little basketball school. I think they always surprise in these tournaments. I think they're going to surprise again this year. So Do you think they can be Duke. I. Duke's history, I think it's definitely plausible that St. John's can upset Duke.
1: I think St. John's or San Diego State, whichever one wins, will give Duke a game cuz Duke they lost uh they lost their first game in the tournament, then their conference tournament. You know, it's that's what cost them almost cost them a one seed, but yeah, I we'll see. Duke's the better team, but you know how it is. Uh, next, we got number five Utah, number twelve S.F. Austin. Utah, to me, uh, really ranked highly earlier in the year. People thought and knew that they were overrated, but still, you, you don't get that high on accident. They won games, they can win games, and they'll win this game.
0: Yeah, this is my upset of the night. S.F. Austin, that and I had that nice run last year. Earlier in the season, I took you and I and. I believe overtime gave him a close game. So that's who I got winning.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Utah cooled off throughout the season. Hot start. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised because that seed is based on their record. And, you know, they say that you don't get those winning streaks on accident, but maybe they did. Uh, We'll see. Next up is Georgetown, four seed versus the thirteen seed Eastern Washington. Uh, Georgetown every day and twice on that day. Easy. Georgetown might make a run. The Hoyas are they're formidable. They, in this in this region, I think that they can beat anybody, and uh, they would give anybody a run.
0: Yeah, I think I think Georgetown's gonna easily beat Eastern Washington and most likely easily be easily be either Utah or SF Austin. Yeah,
1: that's not hard. Uh, Next up, we got SMU and UCLA. Uh, You have UCLA. I have SMU. SMU played really well today. Um, That game, they had a huge lead. It dwindled down a little bit, but they took care of business. (laughs) They absolutely... When they needed to turn it on, a conference championship, they did. And that's a team that, you know, that's a team that could really... He might have a chance, you know? He might have a chance.
0: Yeah, I'm, as you said, I'm taking UCLA. I think Alford's doing a great job there. They kind of have a slower year, but... Uh, yeah, they down a, year for UCLA. Yeah.
1: 11 seed, but that's surprising. Usually a better basketball
0: team. And then with your number three seed in the South, you have Iowa State picking on 14 UAB. Many are saying the winner gets a football team. I find that hilarious. <laughs> SMU wins. It's almost like the next round, the winner gets a football team <laughs> as well. Oh, Ooh, then maybe dude. Iowa coming up. <laughs> this whole bottom right here, besides North Dakota State, is a little upsetting for football. But yeah,
1: This region is bad for football, but good for basketball, I guess. I don't know. It's, the, it's a weaker region. I think that the West is the toughest. The, the Midwest is very easy. I think that Kentucky was gifted easy road to the Final Four as they should have been. You don't go undefeated and get, you
0: know, a and tough smack draw. smack your opponents. Yeah, and
1: they didn't... They had a couple of close ones, but on the whole, like, their point differential had to have been just enormous. But, yeah, this isn't, this isn't the hardest region. I think that Iowa State definitely beats UAB. It's not even close. I think Iowa State might come out of this region... And I think that Iowa State will surprise people that haven't watched them. They can and maybe will beat Duke to get out of the South. you got to
0: remember, though, they don't have this Hilton Magic that helped propel them through this season.
1: Hey, they did the tournament, though. Yeah, they had that big comeback. They traveled.
0: I I just don't know if they can beat Gonzaga.
1: That's fair. Maybe not. But they'll definitely beat UAB. We got that. We agree with that. Yeah. Uh, next up, number seven, Iowa. Number ten, Davidson. Iowa won six in a row, lost their first Big Ten tournament game to Penn State. Uh, I've got Iowa just because I think they're the better team than Davidson. But when it comes to tournaments, uh, you know, the NCAA tournament, they do not have experience in this format. They never, like, they never make any runs at this. They make it. What seems like every other year, I've got Iowa, but that will be the only game they win.
0: One thing growing up and watching Iowa sports, there's something I've learned about Iowa and the way it goes about athletics. Whether it be football, basketball, baseball, water polo, you name it. (laughs) They never fail to disappoint me. It's true. I got 82. Davidson winning this one. I think I was going to choke it away next year, right? All right, so final matchup of the round of 64. We got number two, Gonzaga, taking on 15, North Dakota State. Oh, Gonzaga, not hard. Only
1: disappointed once. Uh, I watched them lose at home to BYU.
0: It was a close game. I mean, Gonzaga really pulled together at the end of the game to try and get it to <laughs> overtime, but they just couldn't finish.
1: That might have gone to overtime, I'm not sure, but
0: did it? I think it, I'm not sure. Oh, it I don't remember. They
1: did lose though, and it's at home, you know? And that's a game BYU was a bubble team and you just shouldn't lose at home to a bubble team cuz you're not going to get the home field advantage. A uh, lot of analysts in my opinion are overlooking that Gonzaga. I mean, you just have to disappoint one night. You just you just got to mess up one night and I think that this team uh, not a great conference. Uh, you know what? Exp- what's the experience that they're going to get coming into this? I think that they can disappoint later in the tournament. Uh, that'll surprise people that haven't watched them or that have watched them. Either way, I think that it might be a bit of a facade and they won't make the run that people want. They will beat North Dakota State, though. They will do that.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a...
1: Well, it's almost a gift to the Sweet 16, though, because they're going to play Iowa or Davidson, and I don't think either of them will contend.
0: I think it'll be a good matchup, though, between Iowa State and Zagia if they can both make it that far.
1: That's what people say. That's going to be the one that comes out of this region, maybe. That's interesting. Uh, On the whole, I think that it's an interesting bracket. It makes for a lot of interesting storylines. Wisconsin will rematch with Arizona, with Oregon. Uh, all in that region, all teams they played last year. Uh, Baylor also, all when they made their run to the Final Four. I know that Kentucky has an easy road. They absolutely beat up on Kansas earlier in the season. That's the two seed in the Midwest. That won't be hard. Notre Dame might be the biggest challenge to them.
0: Yeah, well, you guys got our picks for the first round. We'll keep you updated as the tournament progresses. get down to our final picks. So, next up, we have free agency, big moves with Sue going to the Finns, Des Bryant getting franchised.
1: Randall Cobb staying in Green Bay, that's huge for them. Gaskowski, the kicker, kickers matter, got franchised. <laughs> uh, Justin Houston got franchised for the Chiefs. DeMarco Murray switches teams in the NFC East, uh, going to the Eagles. Uh, people wonder why, but they actually are going to save money.
0: Uh, the Cowboys will. And they've got Run DMC. Eagles have a great backfield, though, for this year. All three running backs they have, great for different purposes. you got your power back in Matthews, your speed back in Sproles, and you're just all-around fundamental running back in DeMarco. Uh
1: you know, Ryan Matthews, if he gets hurt, it doesn't matter because they have DeMarco. That's the insurance they get. But Ryan Matthews can be electric. He's good in the passing game. So is DeMarco. So is Sproles. Sproles is getting up there in age. But this is a Chip Kelly offense, and they are they are going to run, run, run. Not good for fantasy football, though. You're not going to like DeMarco Murray for fantasy football. Not as much as you did.
0: Let's, let's talk about your uh, your team, the Packers. Notice they're re-signing. Most of their former players seems that they're not going after money. They're going after where they think they have the best chance to win. What is your take on? Uh,
1: Well, you know, Cobb, Randall, okay, Randall Cobb had big offers. I heard he got more money offered to him by the Dolphins, by the Raiders, and by the Jaguars. Uh, You know, of all those teams, they're not going to, they're not going to win championships. Green Bay won in 2010. Cobb wasn't a part of that team. But he's been around the culture, and it's much different than anything you're going to get in Oakland or in Jacksonville. So that's big. Uh, it's not like he signed for Trump change, but I heard he turned down multiple million dollars per year. Uh, so yeah, that's what he, That's what it comes down to. So that's big for him. Uh, what do you think about the Colts? You know, you're, you know, you're a Colts fan. They've made a lot of moves. They've brought in defensive linemen, uh, Frank Gore, Andre Johnson. Let Reggie Wayne go, probably for the best, bigger cap hit than you really want to be comfortable with with a receiver that old for not the greatest production, a lot of injury. What do you think?
0: Yeah, I I was really sad when I saw Reggie Wayne got cut. I really would have liked him to finish out his career in Indy, maybe probably one more year. But I understand football is a business. You got to do what you got to do. And it seems by signing all these, like, 10 year veterans that the Colts are really stacking up for this Super Bowl run next year. They're the favorites right now in Vegas to win. Andre Johnson provides that compliment, complimentary weapon to T.Y. Hilton. They finally have a running back. They haven't had a thousand yard rusher since Edwin James in 2007. God, that is that is tough. And they
1: released Trevor Richardson, as you know. Uh, you and me had gone back and forth on his value. You get the first-round pick, which ultimately ended up being Johnny Manziel. We'll see how that goes for the Browns. Um, but, yeah, Andre Johnson, that can be a weapon for a year or two, and maybe even longer. You know, he's had the career. He can If he can keep going, and he didn't have that bad of a year last year numbers-wise. Like, it's definitely respectable for a number two receiver or number three, depending on if Moncrief will step up or Fleener. Uh so that's big.
0: That's big. Um, I, I think the big thing we're forgetting to mention, though, is uh, who they got calling plays back there and Andrew Luck.
1: Yeah, that's that kid, he's going to be good. He already is great. He will be elite. This will be his year. There's no
0: excuse, and
1: he's never been a guy that's made excuses. He's never had bad numbers.
0: Kid has a flip phone. God's sake. He's, yeah, he's
1: very down-to-earth. He will... Win that Well, they'll win that division, whether they have Andrew Luck or not, but they will win this division uh, by Week 10. Mark that down. That'll be easy. Uh, the Titans are not there. Uh, Jake Locker retired. They're going to go with Mettenberger. I like Mettenberger. He's got the cannon. He's willing to take the shots. Not going to get in the Colts' way. Jacksonville, got a good defense. No offense. Well, the receivers, with just getting Justin Blackman back, that'll help. Um, you need a quarterback. I like Chad Henney. Blake Bortles isn't there yet, if he's ever going to be there. you got the Texans, who they will be the biggest challenge, but you know, you lose Andre Johnson, you got a questionable quarterback situation. They've
0: still got a great D-line, though. He has a great D-line. They've got Clowney. Clowney's coming back this year. J.J. Watt. That is tough. Vince Wilfork's visiting. Now he's old, but you just put him in a hole, he's going to clog it up.
1: Yeah. I mean, for a year... He-
0: I mean, all you got to do is push them outside, and you got your two DNs. That's true. That
1: is true. And they might create trouble because, I mean, you've expounded upon the fact that that Colts Colts, uh, offensive line could not hold defensive pressure. Gosh,
0: that's killed me in the past. I mean, Andrew Luck's getting
1: smothered. I mean, you, you see him get knocked down double digits every game. He's getting sacked. Roughly, I think, four times a game. Yeah, or I don't know how many
0: fantasy points I lost in him last year, having to run back 40 yards and fumbling the ball. It's,
1: it's true. I mean, it's true. It's just that's the problem they have. Uh, some other big signings. Uh, Jameeris Thomas got franchised. Uh, General Macklin is going to the Chiefs. Other than that, not, not a bunch of huge stuff. Revis went to the Jets. That's really big. Not a surprise. Gotta where the played, money is. He has played the free agent market perfectly. He has made so much money. It seems like he's always available, and he's always getting huge contracts. Um, yeah, I think that so far, free agency hasn't been too much of a surprise. People have gone where the money is. Biggest surprise to me is probably, probably DeMarco Murray going to the Eagles. I didn't think that, he would want to leave the Cowboys. It's a better situation. The money must have been a big difference, but that's it. I mean, for now, we'll have an update later, but for right now, that's the initial thoughts.
0: Yeah, thanks for joining us. We'll update it later in the week, as we said, with our brackets. sure there'll be more NFL free agency fines to go over. So, for now, I'm Jake. This is Dalton. Thanks for listening.